This is an LTD Entertainment presentation. Welcome to Brian C. Pusey's Safe Haven Podcast, where our aim is to encourage, enhance, and advance you to the next level on your Christian journey. We're prayerful that you'll stick around and listen to the message that God has for you, delivered by yours truly, Reverend Brian C. Pusey. The door is open. Let's go in together. Welcome to Safe Haven Podcast. I'm your host, Reverend Brian C. Pusey. I'm praying that you're doing well on this Sunday evening or whichever day or night that you have decided to take a time, take some time out of your busy schedule to listen to Safe Haven Podcast. I want to thank everyone for tuning in this past week for both the Sunday service, Did You Know, and most especially tuning in for the Midweek Manor, one of our first official Midweek Manor uh, services, uh, He's Still Almighty. Um, I'm praying that you guys, if you haven't already, take a chance. Once you're done listening to this program, go back and listen to both of them because, quite frankly, you're going to get a complete package. And even, believe it or not, even I took some time out of my busy schedule, on my lunch schedule, and I listened to to the Midweek Manor myself because I, I said, I wanted to hear what the Lord had told me. You know, just because I preach it didn't mean that I understood. I just brought it out, but then... When I tuned in and listened to it, I was moved by the Holy Ghost to listen to the, to the message that the Lord gave me. And boy, it got me through the rest of my week. Amen. So I know if it got me through the rest of the week, I know it'll definitely get you through the rest of the week. For those who didn't know that we have Cash App now, we you can uh, send donations to, to, to Safe Haven Podcast uh, through the donation uh, of Cash App uh, at dollar sign Brian Pusley. Once again, that's dollar sign Brian Pusley, one word, my name. So therefore, quite frankly, you'll be able to give to help us be uh, help be a blessing to Safe Haven as we've been a blessing to you. Please give it back, you know, so therefore we can continue to grow this ministry. Amen. Because you don't know where God can take us as long as you you give just a little bit, whatever it is. I'm not asking for a set amount. I'm just asking that you give whatever the Lord has placed on your heart. Amen. That is all I need to succeed. I want to thank everybody for every platform that's out here, all social media platforms. I don't know exactly which one you're listening to me on, but I'm grateful for all of them, from CastBox, Apple, to Amazon Music, and Audible, and and many others. And I'm so grateful for that. I want to lift up everybody that's going through something, a financial struggle, an emotional struggle, you name it. want to give a special shout-out blessing. Don't know if members of these respective churches are listening, but I want to give a special shout out to Grace United Church of Christ in Salt Village, Illinois, as they're preparing to celebrate their ninth anniversary on this uh, starting this Sunday. They're going to be doing a month long celebration. Don't know everything in detail what's going on there, but I just want to give a special blessing shout out to that particular church because that's a church that 
helped shape me, even though I was there for a short time, it shaped me to be the minister that I am today. And I'm so grateful for their pastor. Um, want to send a special shout out this month to the church that I attend, Trinity United Church of Christ, Gary, as they get prepared for their anniversary, uh, their, I believe their 19th anniversary. Um, yes, 19th anniversary is going to be beautiful. Uh, wonderful, wonderful thing. You've heard uh, Pastor John Jackson come on here before. He has blessed us with a, uh, a word a few times, and we're so grateful for him and his ministry. And uh, he's also like my big brother in ministry, so therefore I just want to continue to showcase my support uh, for him and his ministry. Amen. So therefore, like I said before, we are not we're not a selfish lot here at Safe Haven. We uh, we give the honor to God. Uh, first, and then we also respect those who uh, come before us. Amen? Because quite frankly, these ministries came before Safe Haven, and you know what? That doesn't make them better. It doesn't make them worse. It just makes us equal because we're doing we're doing what thus says the Lord. Amen? Amen. So, today's message uh, will be uh, coming from the Gospel of John. Last week, we came from a letter of 1 John. This week, we're going to be coming from the Gospel of John, um, the 12th chapter. Uh, we're going to be reading from the 42nd and through the 43rd verse. Once again, it's John chapter 12, verses 42 through 43. Going to be reading to you from the New Revised Standard Version. It reads as follows. Nevertheless, many, even of the authorities, believed in him being Jesus. But because of the Pharisees, they did not confess it for fear that they would be put out of the synagogue. For they loved human glory more than the glory that comes from God. Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. For the next few moments that we have together, I ask that you pray with me on the topic, God approved. God approved. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to right now just say thank you. We want to thank you for the message in advance. Oh, Lord, right now, use me right now, Heavenly Father, in a way that you see fit. Let the Empty me out right now. Empty me out of my concerns, my cares, oh Heavenly Father, and fill me up with your Holy Ghost, oh Heavenly Father, so the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be found acceptable in thy sight, O oh Lord, my strength and my most blessed Redeemer. Pray this prayer in your Son, Jesus' name, amen. When we start off this uh, message, uh, this text today, it's very, very important, you know, because quite frankly, it, it's deep, it's very, very deep, because as I normally say, when we start off, when we start off any any message, you need to read the entire chapter in general. You need to read the entire text in full because it it talks about a lot of things. Because we start off chapter twelve, where we're talking about how Mary anoints Jesus. You probably saying, "What Mary anointing Jesus?" You know, we're talking about one of his friend's sisters who he loved hanging out with. So therefore, yes. Because even that's brought out earlier in the message where Jesus had to tell his disciples, leave, and, and verses 7 and 8, he said, leave her alone. She bought it so that she might keep it for the day of my burial. You always have the poor with you, but you do not always have, have you do not always have me. Amen. And that's deep because Jesus is preparing them to understand that a lot of things are about to happen. And, you know, and then in verse 12, through uh, through 19, we're talking about Jesus coming in, 
riding in on the donkey with the palm trees. In other words, we were getting ready for Palm Sunday. Amen. That's where, where the name Palm Sunday comes from. And then we go a little bit further. We Jesus, well, some Greeks wished to see Jesus. And, you know, at first it was like, no, 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 no. But you know what? Jesus talked about the grain of wheat that falls on the earth. Just, you know, he was talking about a lot of things. And then in verse 27, Jesus was getting a little personal. He was getting very personal where in verse 27 where he says, Now my soul is troubled. And what should I say? Father, save me from this hour? No. Here's the reason that I've come to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Put a pin on that one because, quite frankly, this is going to mean something. In verse 35. See, I'm breaking down this, this entire thing as we get to today's text. John, uh, Verse 35. The light is with you for a little longer. Walk while you have the light so that the darkness may not overtake you. If you walk in the darkness... You do not know where you are going. Amen. My, my, my. That's a word right there for another day. I hear it. I see it. I feel it. Because quite frankly, that means just like anything, when you have the light turned on, you see where you're going. If Whether it's in your house or on the street. Amen. You know exactly where you're going. So it won't overtake you. Because in verse 36, it says this. While you have the light, believe in the light so that you may become children of light. Amen. I don't know about you, but I just felt a Holy Ghost moment in me. I felt a hallelujah. I felt a praise the Lord right there when I read that. And then we get in a little bit deeper in verses, and as we're coming to today's text. You know, there's a lot of people out there that didn't believe or didn't want to believe. So they decided to ask for, they wanted some more proof. Because, you know, even though Jesus had performed so many signs out there in the world, he performed so many. They still didn't believe him. This was a and you know, John breaks it down. He gives you the text. Matter of fact, he's preaching to you as he's writing this. Amen. He just said, This was to fulfill the words spoken by the prophet Isaiah in verse 38. Lord, who has believed our message? And to whom the arm of has the arm of the Lord been revealed? And then he said, So forth. He said, and so because they could not believe because Isaiah also said, He has blinded their eyes and hardened their heart so that they might not look with their eyes and understand with their heart and turn, and I would heal them. You see, right now, what we're reading right now, when we get to today's text, as it says in verse 41, this is what Isaiah said. When, because this, He said this because he saw his glory and spoke about him. So therefore, here we go into today's text. I just brought you all up the date in a few minutes so you can understand this. Because in verse 42, it unpacks, in verse 43, it unpacks a lot. And let's see if we can work this out. Because verse 42 says this, Nevertheless, many, even of the authorities, believed in him. We won't stop right there because that says a lot right there. Uh, many people, any, the authorities, believe. In other words, that means some of the Pharisees believed in Jesus. Some of them believed the message that Jesus was was delivering. Not just because they saw him turn water into wine. Not because he raised men from the dead, healed sick on the, on the Sabbath day, and did a couple other miracles. Part made the storm stop right in the middle of in the middle of his resting hour. And he didn't just make make water walkers. He didn't just have one of his disciples walk on water for a few minutes before the disciple got scared and looked down and started to dry, uh, started to sink into the water. No. No, they 
believe because they saw the God in him. Amen. I'm going to say that again. They saw the God in him. That means they saw his father right inside him. They saw it. They saw the light. It's kind of like when you walk into a place and somebody sees you and they see some of the greatness in you. You may not know that you have this greatness in you until somebody sees it and brings it out. You know, it reminds me of me when I walk into something or I walk into a place and people just look at me and they say they see something great in me. They may not even know that I'm a preacher. They may not even know that once upon a time I was a performer. They just know that they see something great in me because, quite frankly, I'm coming in with that humble spirit. Amen. Because sometimes a lot of us come in with that that arrogant spirit and we we showing them a sign that we're something, but it ain't godly. Amen. So you got to be careful when you walk into a place. You got to be careful. You know, it's just like, for instance, I walk into a church one time. I'm not going to say what time. I'm not going to say when the time was. And I'm not even going to say where it was. I walked into a church one time. And you know what? The people knew who I was. But here's the thing. I did not announce myself. Amen. I did not say, hey, I'm coming to your church on this day. No, no. The Lord brought me there. And it was to either... Be a blessing or be a lesson. And on this day, I became a lesson for them because they didn't recognize me. They knew who I was. I've spoken in their pulpit a couple of times. They didn't recognize me. Was I upset? Was I hurt? No, I was not neither upset nor hurt. Why? Because to that day, I was a lesson because, quite frankly, I was there because God wanted to teach them that you don't know what the angels, what angels you have sitting in the midst. Amen. That's why when I walk to a church now, especially my own, I greet everybody I most possibly can. I put on a smile. I may not be feeling great on that Sunday, but guess what? I'm going to say, hi, welcome. I'm glad you're here. God bless you. It's so good to see you today. I'm praying that y'all is doing well. You know, I'm not just saying that just to be glad handing and pumping up the ministry that I'm at, I'm serving under. No, no, I'm doing that because I don't know what angel you are. You could be, you could be the ticket to the next page, the stage for somebody. Maybe even me. You might even have a job lined up for me that I'm looking for. Amen. You might even have to know the connection that I've been missing. Amen. And therefore, that's the same with you. You don't know what you're missing. Amen. Until you, until you just open up your heart a little bit more. That's one thing. Maybe that's what these authorities were about. They said, we see Jesus. We see him in a different light. But here's the thing. I got three points for you. And we just segued into the first point in today's message. His approval supersedes man's approval. I'm going to say that again. And I'm going to emphasize who his is. Who the his we're referring to. God's approval supersedes man's approval. My, my, my. When you think about it, when we continue on reading the last part of verse 42, it goes like this. But because of the Pharisees, they did not confess it mm. for fear that they would be put out of the synagogue. Man, that almost leads us into the next point. But before I say what the next point is, you understand when I say it. But before we get there, I got to emphasize a few things about this part of the verse where it says, but because of the Pharisees, they did not confess it. Think about it. If you're just letting somebody tell you, uh, control you in that respect, manipulate your mind and your heart and your soul in that respect, you need to check yourself. Amen. You need to pray a little bit harder because, quite frankly, if you're trying, if you're about to be manipulated, 
by people like that, you don't need to be around them, amen, because quite frankly, that means you're too easy and too greasy, amen, and when I say easy, you understand that when I say greasy, that means that somebody could just slip right on in on you and and give you the slip, amen, and you don't need that in your life, you don't need that in your walk, you don't need that in your journey, you don't need that when you go to work, you don't need that when you go to church, you don't even need that when you wake up at home next to your spouse or if you're waking up alone, amen, you don't need that, because quite frankly, that is the wrong direction to take, amen. I remember once upon a time, yes, I have a lot of once upon a times, but I can tell you this once upon a time. I remember going to work, uh, getting up for work. I didn't want to go to work. I didn't want to do it. Nobody could tell me otherwise. I called I called uh, one of my parents and I said, I can't do it. I can't do it. They tried to convince me to go. I said, nope, nope, no, nope, can't do it. Uh-uh, no way. Uh-uh, no way. Can't make me do it. I don't, It doesn't matter what you say. I understand what you're saying. I believe what you're saying, but unfortunately, I don't want to do it. Why did I keep saying that? Why did I keep doing that? It was only because I felt in my heart and my soul that I couldn't do it. You couldn't convince me because I hardened my heart. Amen. And when you have a hardened heart because you have been manipulated so many times by other greasy people, they gave you the slip and it made you feel like you were not worthy. How many people are sitting where you're sitting right now? Maybe it could be you. Um, and you felt that way sometimes when you felt that hardened heart in your soul and then you're saying, Rev, that's why I'm listening to you. That's why I still go to church when I can go to church. That's we need. I need that word, oh heaven. You know, I need that word right now. I need that blessing that the Lord is, is giving you to give me today. And you know what? That's good. That's great. That's awesome. That's beautiful. But here's the thing. You got to understand that sometimes we slip up. We give you the slip and we don't even know we're slipping. Amen. I admit it. I'm slipping. I can slip sometimes. You know, there are times, there's weeks when I, weeks on end when we don't come out with a new program. And you know what? I instantly lose a couple of y'all. But that's okay. Because you know what the Lord says? If you really, 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 really were blessed by Safe Haven, you will come back to Safe Haven eventually. Amen. I'm beginning to understand that, that, that part about being a pastor. Amen. You know, I've seen it in some pastors I've served under. And quite frankly, I probably delivered some some of the reasons why some of these pastors uh, have a hard time connecting with many of us, amen? Because quite frankly, some some people walk away, amen? It's not because they don't like you. They might say it out loud sometimes, but it's not because they don't like you. It's because they're looking inward. They're scared. They're, they're like, the, like the authority, the people of authority in this text today. See, you didn't think I'd get right back to it. But they're like the authorities in this text today. They believed in Jesus, but because of some of the Pharisees in their walk, in their journey, in their lives, in their house, in their job, and maybe even in their church, they were afraid to confess it. Amen. I told you it was going to lead right into the second point of today's message. If you understand that God's approval supersedes man's approval, you got to understand this. The in crowd is not the crowd to follow. Mm, I'll say it again for my note takers. The in crowd is not the crowd to follow. You see, when we wrap up this verse 42, it says, For fear that they would be put out of the synagogue. Why are you afraid to be put out of something that the, God, that the Lord has put you in? Amen. If the Lord has called you, ordained you, moved you to do what you're doing, you should not be afraid to walk in the light. Mm, I just talked about, I just read a verse about the light a minute ago, did I not? 
Let me go back up there and see if I can find that. Yes, verse 35, 36. While you have the light, this is verse 36, believe in the light. And also, for, uh, go back up to verse 35. Walk while you have the light. The light is with you a little bit longer. Yes, I reversed it. If you're actually reading your scripture, you will know that I read it backwards. But think about that. Walk in the light. That's right. Walk in his light. Be in his light. Because guess what? If the, if the Lord has called you to preach, preach. Amen. It doesn't matter how you do it. Even if you have to do what I did. If you watch my if anybody knew my journey, they would be impressed and they'd be saying, sign me up to save Haven right now. Amen. Because quite frankly, I took the most unorthodox path to get here. But you know what? God blessed me every step of the way. I remember how one person said, oh, you at church hopping. You just like to hop from church to church to church to church. You know what? These days I ain't hopping no more. Amen. I am at one church outside of Safe Haven because Safe Haven is a podcast ministry. It's like an extension of what I'm doing. It's my outreach ministry. And that's what I do in order to not only get the messages out that the Lord has placed in my soul, but it's also I got to sit down somewhere and be fed as well. Amen. And I feed people in a different way. I feed under somebody, but that's okay. But once upon a time, I didn't like just sitting in one place doing nothing. Amen. Maybe saying a loose prayer here and there and welcoming people to church here and there and doing altar call and maybe even once in a blue moon preach a sermon. No, the Lord called me to do this. That's This is my call. But your call could be something different. Your call may be to be a pastor of a church. But you got to walk in the light, amen? You can't walk in someone else's light to get there, amen? You can't be har harping off of somebody else. You can't be feeding off of someone else's light just to get to your light, amen? You know, some people say, oh, you're going to be a pastor of a church. Where's your brick and mortar, amen? You know what? I say this. If I'm blessed to be with, have a brick and mortar, I will have a brick and mortar one day, amen? Praise the Lord. But right now, that is not my goal. That's not my focus. My focus is to get the message out to help somebody, to encourage somebody, to pray over somebody, to do something for someone that has never been done before. Give people opportunity. Give other ministers opportunities where they don't have them. Amen. And matter of fact, here's the most beautiful part. They could be in church on this day because and still and be at home with their families and get the chance to listen to themselves preach right there in the moment. You want to know why? Because that's how safe haven works. We are everywhere and anywhere we need to be at that given time. Amen. I remember when I told my pastor, I said, you know, I wanted him to speak on Good Friday. First time ever, because quite frankly, I had never had him on my podcast before. Thought about it, prayed on it many times to have him on there. I said, when's the perfect time to have him on here? And, and then the Lord blessed with a great opportunity on Good Friday. But then he told me, he said, Oh, I got a conflict. I was like, what's the conflict? I'm speaking on Good Friday as well. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to do your podcast. And you know what I told him? I said, the podcast is taped. Amen. And one of the beautiful things about the podcast being taped, you can be in two places at once. Amen. You could be preaching at that church, doing what you have to, do, what you were asked to do in person. And then you could be preaching on the podcast that's reaching millions. Amen. That's right. Millions. Amen. I'm I'm calling it out there. I know that there are a lot of people that listen to Safe Haven, and I'm now one of them. Amen. I listen to my own podcast. I used to not want to do that because I didn't want to. I didn't want to mess up the numbers. Amen. Well, you know what? No, let me add on to the numbers. Amen. Because quite frankly, I even need to hear a message that the Lord has given me. Sometimes I preach it, but that doesn't mean I'm hearing what I'm saying. I'm just saying it because I'm getting it out there into the public. Amen. But that's me. But that's me. You know, when I when the Lord blessed me to open doors for others, 
I was shocked. Matter of fact, I was scared. I was feeling like like these people of authority. I was afraid that that the church would kick me out. I was afraid that the Lord was going to kick me out because I was like, I'm doing a great thing, but it's scaring me, amen? But you know what? That didn't stop me from doing it because there was a, like Jeremiah said, there's a fire shut up in my bones. And quite frankly, I had to get it out. I had to let it out. I had to shout it out. Even though I was afraid, I was not going to succumb to my fear, amen? I just prayed that the authorities hadn't done that too. Maybe they didn't. Maybe they didn't. Maybe in the end, matter of fact, if they completely succumbed to their fear, we would be preaching about Jesus today, amen? I'm going to say that again. If they did if they had, had if they had succumbed to their fear, we would be, wouldn't be talking about Jesus today, man. Jesus would have been a myth that we would have forgotten about, amen. But guess what? That's the one thing that you, the testimony you could take to anybody who doesn't believe. If Jesus was just a fiction, a piece of fiction, he would not. His story would not have lasted over two thousand years and still climbing, amen. That's a word right there. But we're going to wrap this up. We're going to read verse 43, and I'm going to tell you this third point right at the same, around the same time. Here's what verse 43 says. For they loved human glory more than the glory that comes from God. Mm. But guess what? After you understand that everything is, once you understand that God's approval supersedes man's approval, and then when you, once you understand that the in crowd is not the crowd to follow, you must ask yourself this question. This is the third point. Whose approval do you seek? I'm going to say it again for my note takers. Whose approval do you seek? Because think about it. If you're, if you're seeking human glory, let me tell you something. Human glory is fleeting. Sometimes they love you and many times they won't. Amen. They can come up to your face and say, we love you. And then right once you turn your back to them, they'll say, he's a piece of hoo hoo hoo. Amen. Trust me. I know because when I used to be a performer, Heard it a lot. I've heard a lot of people glad-handing me in my face and then right right after I walk away, they said that I was full of myself or, or completely distanced or whatever they wanted to say. That's all right. Amen. Because I knew who I was and I knew whose I was. All right. Because I knew that the person, the one, the one approval that I was looking for, not outside of my own family and outside of my close-knit uh, circle is I was looking for God's approval, amen? I was looking to be God-approved, amen? I, When I started preaching, I wasn't completely wrapped up in what man thought, amen? I remember when I preached my first sermon at uh, what they called an Operation Ten Cup, which was to open the door for ministers like, uh, like my young self uh, to give them an opportunity. When I preached at this Ten Cup, which was kind of like what, what became a precursor to what Safe Haven is, you know, when I preached to that, preached there, well, first thing that one of the people who listened to me for the first time ever said, you don't even sound like you need this. You should already have been walking into a church and being a pastor. Now, quite frankly, I you one person, a person who was not humble, would have ate, eaten that up and run to a church and said, I want to be the pastor of this church. And even though I had way no experience, and this was about, hmm, about almost 20 years ago, amen, when I first did this, when I first preached, I had no idea what was going on. Because if anybody knew, one of the first sermons I ever written was kind of like I had written a sermon by this preacher uh, that everybody knows of as Jeremiah A. Wright Jr. Jeremiah Wright Jr. I, I went to his church 
for a couple of years. I was there, and and it set me on a path of of enlightenment. Amen. But one of the things I got from it was I learned more about preaching structure. I learned understood more about preaching, and then I met a a minister who is now my pastor. Taught me a little bit more about history. Uh, that's something that I already loved, but I now love even more so. Taught me about black history and all this other things. Taught me about preaching a lot more than a lot of other ministers that I've served them has ever done. I'm not knocking the other ministers. I'm just telling the truth, preaching the truth. Taught me some things, and I'm grateful for them. Amen? But here's the thing. I could have gotten a big head. Because I would have been, if I was seeking man's approval, this, on this day, you would not have, you would not be hearing from Safe Haven. Matter of fact, Safe Haven might not exist in this light. I might be at somebody's church, eating up the pulpit in a way, and eating up a lot of other things along the way, just because I wanted to be there. I'd be knocking down other people that were beneath me, because I would not, I would not want to feel, I wouldn't, wouldn't identify with them. But guess what? The Lord took me on a Humble path instead, and you know what? I am so grateful. I met so many people, ministers, men and women of God. I and guess what? When I was blessed with safe family, I said the first thing I'm going to do is open the doors for them because they need to get a message out because the Lord has called them just about as much as, as He called me. I want everybody to hear the messages, amen. And guess what? Now the Lord has blessed me with not just one episode a week. But now two episodes a week, not just to boost the numbers, not just to boost the viewership, not just to boost the listenership. No, it's to also open the doors as well. Not only do I get to preach, someone else gets to preach, amen. I'm opening the door for all preachers, amen. I don't, it doesn't matter if you're big or small or little and or non-existent to some. Guess what? The Lord has called us all to do a great thing and a great work. And I am so glad to be a part of that. So don't forget that God's approval supersedes man's approval. If you're looking for man to approve you, then you're going to keep on looking. You're going to be looking forever. Amen. And guess what? Also, the end crowd is not the crowd to follow. Oh, yeah. Whose approval do you see? I know whose approval I seek. And guess what? That's what makes me, and I'm hoping and praying for you, that it makes you God approved. Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to just thank you right now for this message and the messenger. We pray that this word takes us to the next level, Heavenly Father. There may have been a small, slight, small gap in this message, oh Heavenly Father, but guess what? You are still able, oh Heavenly Father. We are so grateful to have you be a part of our lives and in this journey right now, Heavenly Father. So walk with us, be with us, guide us, keep us going, oh Heavenly Father. Keep us walking in the light. Oh, Heavenly Father, because we know that being the children of the light is what's right in your eyes. In your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. I want to thank everyone for tuning in to the message today. If you are looking for a church, oh, I'm praying that you, you walk into a church today. Let them know that you listen to a, a podcast named Safe Haven by, and being preached by a man named Reverend Brian C. Pusey. And if you're in the Chicagoland area, they may have heard of me. Amen. If you're in the Northwest Indiana area, they may have heard of me. And as a matter of fact, I know some churches outside of Chicago and Indiana. And you know what? They may have heard of me. And so, therefore, you never know where I where Safe Haven is taken. Safe me. It has taken me. I don't even know. Sometimes some people say, I've heard of you. And I would be like, 
Really? So, therefore, it is a blessing to be able to do what the Lord has called me to do. And it's great to be not just heard in this country, but to be heard in countries like Germany, to be heard in countries like Spain, Mexico, Canada, China, you name it. I'm, you know what, this is the blessing of the podcast. And you know what, this is a miracle and a blessing to me because quite frankly, I am moving, uh, Lord is moving mountains through me. And I am so grateful for all the listeners, those that I've never heard from, those that I hear from every now and again, I'm grateful for all of you. And uh, once again, want to stress that you can donate whatever the Lord has placed on your heart to my cash app at dollar sign Brian Pugsley. Once again, dollar sign Brian Pugsley at cash app. Um, if you are seeking prayer, you can always go to the webpage at www.safehavenpodcast.org. You can go to the ministry contact slash prayer request section and leave your prayer request there. If you want it to be a public prayer, um, you can let me know if you wanted to remain private. I'll keep it private. Um, and if you're interested, if you're a church, if you're a church uh, congregation, if you are a podcast organization and you want to have me come on and bless your podcast ministry or bless your church ministry in person with a message that the dust said the Lord, please get on my calendar. You can, like I said, that same section. Right there at the at the web at the web page at www.safehavenpodcast.org. Go to the ministry contact section and please let me know, giving the information about the church on what day that day or days that you would like for me to come on, and we can put get me on get you and get me on the calendar or our respective calendars. Amen. If you are a minister and I don't know personally, and you are intrigued and you feel called and touched by the Lord by the Holy Spirit, to want to come on Safe Haven Podcast and bless us with a message. Please go to the same, uh, go to the webpage and you go click on to register as a guest, leave some information, maybe even leave a sound clip of you preaching, and uh, we go from there, amen? And we'll see if we can get you on the calendar. But in the meantime, guys, not going to leave you. I'm, I'm not going to leave you without praying. Um, I'm going to leave you right now. I want to encourage you all not only to listen to the other messages that came before this one, but keep an eye out for Midweek Manor this week because we're going to be talking about a renewed discernment coming from Romans chapter 12. Um, it's going to be a good, a great, powerful message as well. Can't wait to hear, uh, hey, wait for you all to, to hear that one on Wednesday. Um, those are Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. You may not be available at 11 a.m. when it drops, but guess what? It's going to be there from 11 a.m. until the end of time. Amen. <laughs> so, therefore, you will not miss out on anything. So, I'm going to leave you with that, guys. I'm going to pray that you have a great week. Um, see you all on Wednesday, uh, God willing, and both definitely see you next Sunday. All right? Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for the service that you have blessed us to have, O oh, Heavenly Father. We pray that you continue to keep us uh, forever. Keep us in this journey, O oh, Heavenly Father. Keep approving what we're doing, O oh, Heavenly Father. We pray that it is in your light, O oh, Heavenly Father, because we do not want to walk in the darkness anymore. If we have been walking in the darkness up to this point, we pray that you just you just bring us back to the light, O oh, Heavenly Father. We pray in this prayer in your Son, Jesus' name. But as we go away, O oh, Heavenly Father, we pray as you dismiss us from this place, never dismiss us from your presence, O oh, Heavenly Father. Keep us going, keep us flowing, and definitely keep us showing. In your son Jesus' name we pray, amen. And I will see you guys next time. God bless.
This was an LTD Entertainment presentation.